Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am, of course, your host with Most Feel Better. And today we were supposed to have a guest, Mr. Lou Mavs. Unfortunately, he hasn't shown up. So this is something that happens when you're a podcaster. And I was going to address it later on, uh, but I guess I'm going to address it now. What happens when a guest doesn't show up and you didn't prepare a backup plan? Well, first of all, always have a backup plan if you have a, a guest that doesn't show up because you won't look like a fool. However, I was hoping to speak with Luke. He's this amazing podcaster. And unfortunately, he didn't show up. Maybe we'll reschedule, but who knows? Um, so what do you do when a pod when a guest doesn't show up for podcasts, especially if it's a live show? Um, you guys are listening, of course, to uh, invest in yourself, the podcast series, a series I do for you guys to learn how to launch and grow a podcast. Um, I'm guessing this episode's going to be relatively short because unfortunately I didn't prepare anything in advance. I was looking forward to interviewing uh, Lou. Uh, but yeah, what do you do when a podcast guest doesn't show up? So what do you do? You have to improvise. So we're going to try some improvisation here. If you are watching this live, leave me a comment. Let me know. Hashtag live, hashtag replay, of course. Um, if you have questions you want to ask me, ask away. Uh, I'm just going to go into something. I just finished an interview with an amazing individual who had so much knowledge to share. He actually sold his podcast after like 470, no, 420, I think, uh, episodes. He sold his podcast for a nice little sum and uh, he's have other podcasts. And this guy was an amazing uh, individual. He provided me with so much knowledge. He provided me with a website. Wait, wait, ladies and gentlemen, the guest is here. Oh, no, he just left. I guess he left. Uh, hopefully he comes back. Hey, Adam, always great to see you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Lou, if you're watching, come back. Come back. I want you on the show. Hold on. I'm going to try and email Lou right now and see if we can get him back on. Oh, here he is. The Lou, the mu music man. I'm going to bring him on and he can introduce himself. Lou, thank you for showing up. So never mind. We don't have to talk about all that stuff. I'll tease it for later. Lou, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Phil. Pleasure to be on here. Well, Apologies. Uh, had some technical difficulties. I, I clicked the wrong link. <laughs> I'm so sorry right. about that. No, no worries. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to figure out a show without a guest. No, nope, I'm here. But luckily you showed up. Um, Lou, you host a podcast called Life is Music. Music is Life podcast. Music is Life. I apologize. Life is music. Music is life. At least I got the words right. Just you in the did. Wrong Thank order. you. So there's that. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. Um, really, you know, just came back from work and was looking forward to uh, doing this all day and I'm just happy to be here, you know. Um, it is actually the first time I'm doing an interview talking about my podcast, so, um, awesome. you know, very excited. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I mean, I, this is the reason why I did this podcast because I know a lot of podcasters don't get to talk about their podcast so mm -hmm. or their journey in podcasting and all that fun stuff. So I do have a few questions uh, sure. for you, but we'll get through that later because uh, we got a full nearly 30 to 45 minutes of talking. So I hope you're ready to talk. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So, Lou, um, just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your podcast and then we'll jump into your que uh, the questions that I have already lined up. 
Sure. Well, my name is Lou Mavs, in case you haven't figured it out. <laughs> I am a happily married father of a baby daughter, uh, three years old, so I guess not really a baby, but regardless. <laughs> my um, nephew's three. He's still a child, so it's fine. It's a baby anyways. Okay. And um, I am a, a musician and a podcaster. Now, when I say musician, I'm not a career musician. I've always been a hobbyist, but it's something I've been doing for about 20 years. And before I started playing music, I was a college radio DJ and my wife heard some of my old tapes and a lot of my friends remember how good I was having interviewed many bands from around the world, including members of Kiss, members of Iron Maiden and uh, even uh, members of Black Sabbath. Just dropping, just dropping little names here and there. Right? Just, just, well, I'm talking about my college days. I'm not talking about now. Well, but... you probably can still get them on if you have you have those connections. But anyway, no, continue, no, all my connections from the music industry have moved on. They've all done other things now. But my wife heard my tapes and she said, "You know, you could still do this. Why don't you ever start a podcast?" And I, I hadn't really thought about it until I hit a moment in my life that I considered. Um, very integral integral to the direction that I ended up going. Uh, about three and a half years, two and a half years ago, I found myself in unemployment. And it was just no. after I had my daughter. So I was driving Uber while going on interviews and sending resumes out. And my brother-in-law, who's a podcaster, Michael Lamoth, who does Mara Wealth, he runs Mara Wealth, which is a site that people could go on and look up information about the stock market and you know he does trading tips and things like that he told me about this uh this app called anchor.fm where you could create your own podcast from your phone and i said oh you mean i don't need like thousands of dollars worth of equipment to start my own podcast and what happened was just one day i just put my thoughts to tape as i was driving not realizing you can't record a plot a podcast through bluetooth on your car so the first episode was um a firestorm but uh <laughs> but with every episode that w that went on i became more comfortable and i learned more about the app and i learned more about what i could do through other tools with the app and i learned about having affordable equipment that i could use such as you're seeing me right now phil i have my black background and mm -hmm. i'm actually speaking through a microphone and i have a halogen light in here to uh illuminate me so you know since i started the youtube channel um earlier this year I've just been creating more content and just putting more stuff out there all because I think I have something different to offer than what a lot of people that you see in the mainstream do. Um, you know, there's no, there are no VJs on MTV anymore no. and you know, commercial radio really plays the same 40 songs. When it started, the podcast was all about me talking about my experiences and maybe throwing advice out there to other musicians that might want to eventually pick up an instrument and form a band. It just became something bigger. And mm -hmm. now I've interviewed members of the band Halloween. I've interviewed members of the New York hardcore band Marauder. Uh, I've interviewed artists that have still yet to be discovered, but I'm hoping that one day that they do because I think they're that good. So it just became a growing community of artists who haven't had their chance. They haven't had their break. And I'm happy to be the ones to, to, to be the one to give it to them. Not saying that they owe me anything for it, because no. to me, it's like the enjoyment that I get out of them is hearing the art that they put out. And I'm just hoping that I provide them a platform where they could show their faces more and get their music out there. So it's it's really just become a really cool collective of 
stuff I like, artists I respect, and then being able to talk about themselves and get themselves out there. So it's really grown to be bigger. I mean, I went from zero to 75 subscribers in a matter of seven months. And I realize that's peanuts, but if you think about it, it grew organically. Yeah. Like I was just putting stuff out on social media. My friend, Bob Mango, uh, he created my website for me. So, you know, it just, it's it, it sort of snowballed into something bigger than what it originally was, which was, which was just a podcast that I was recording in my car <laughs> after driving Uber Eats. <laughs> and now it's just, it's, you know, it's, I truly invested in myself with this and I'm, I'm still loving it. I still get the same enjoyment, if not more now than I did before. I have a huge smile on my face because as someone who's been in the industry for like six years, uh, mm -hmm. podcasting and that, and hearing someone who's only just like begun their journey, have these amazing wins, like getting those 70 or uh, you said 75, 75. Yeah. 75 subscribers. This show doesn't even have 75 subscribers. I hope to change that. <laughs> oh yeah. Here is my buddy, uh, Adam, uh, a well, well fan of the show. Always logging, uh, always uh, showing up he's great he'll he actually hosts a podcast i'm get, trying to get him on my podcast he also Adam, podcast. jump on it <laughs> yes let's do it um but he also podcast uh with his children in his at the school that he teaches at it's an, a school for autistic children and he has mm -hmm. a sports podcast and he interviews oh, very sports cool. and helping the, the students you know they they're part of the show they interview as well helping the students get that comfortableness with social interaction so it's a a win-win for everybody involved it's a great podcast i love when he jumps that's in great adam good on you i mean helping kids to learn to cope with things like that good on you man that's awesome yeah i know he is uh he's a great guy he's always showing up giving me love all the time and i love seeing him uh uh in the comments so thanks again for tuning in he's sometimes the one person that tunes in right at the beginning of the show so it's always nice to know when i log on there's already someone there watching so that's always a nice little very cool ego boost, but, if you will phil if i may say you have a great voice for radio man it's perfect i i've been told that countless times that my voice is per i have a face sorry I, I i get i have a face for radio um <laughs> So do I. We yeah. must be twins. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've I've worked pretty much my whole life uh, on the phone, so I had to develop that voice, that you know, proper way of speaking. You're not talking too fast, not talking too slow, mm -hmm. and so. But yes, I've. Face, <laughs> Adam's just laughing at the joke that I just made the face for radio. <laughs> um, give me my mouse is not being friendly today. Give me a second here. No there worries. we go. Face for radio. Adam, you, you're, you're lucky you don't have a face for radio. You have a face for TV. I have a face for uh, Facebook, <laughs> if I will. Um, but so I love seeing how your podcast actually transitioned. It went from you sharing your advice and stories to you highlighting and being a platform for undiscovered artists to showcase their love, showcase their art. Um, do you guys actually listen to a song on the episode or not? Well, I do put a 15-second snippet of something that they've released only because I'm trying to avoid uh, copyright okay. strikes. Yeah. Um, but every time I post a video or even in the audio, I always have links for the artists in the description. So, you know, I do everything I can to promote them. You know, if they have a link tree, great. I just get everything from there and oh, throw it on. Tree. I love the link tree, the solo, all those simple uh, links that you can go, here you go, mm -hmm. everything's here for you and that's one of the reasons why i have 
the the guest fill out form because mm-hmm. I don't want to go searching for all your social media. You give me the social media and luckily I've been getting a lot more guests that provide their link tree yeah. or uh one of my guests I'm really excited. I don't want to announce who it is yet. Uh but he's oh, I'm so excited for him. Uh but he is uh he has his own uh own uh website for people to find guests. Really? That's cool. Yes. Uh, I'll share with you afterwards. I, I don't want to let everybody know. I want that tease for when he comes on the sh- uh, comes on the show. Um, but yeah, I love seeing that how your podcast transitioned. Like most of my shows have transitioned. My digital entrepreneur podcast is staying the same one. This one is a, it's a mix. It's me teaching about podcasting, but also interviewing podcasters like yourself. Cause I just love, I'm a nerd for podcasting. <laughs> being hey, in the industry, nothing wrong know. with that. And so I just love sharing, talking with people about podcasts and just like you like to talk about music. And that's what the joys of podcasting is. Mm-hmm. We get and to- and, and well, like you, I think it's great that, you know, podcasting for both of us is is a pleasure. And, you know, it's it's always great to talk shop with people that are doing the same thing that you're doing, even if they're doing it in a different way. You know, like mm-hmm. some some people do sports, some people do music, some people do, you know, horror films. Uh, to me, it's all valid, you know. And I think it's great that, you know, I hope that a growing community of podcasters could really just ch- uh, change the face and, and shape of, you know, broadcasting, because let's face it, at least I, I think with podcasters, there's something genuine about what they're doing that you don't get from mainstream sources. You know, for most of us, when a lot of us don't really have sponsorships, a lot of us don't. Um, you know, we're not under a gag order where we can't talk about the things that we like and share with people. So, you know, we definitely have that the FCC or the or here. I, I don't know what it's the Canadian version of the FCC or whatever it is. We we, we have freedom of range and we can mm-hmm. have any type of discussion. And I, I, I agree. I think podcasting is the next level because we had am radio fm radio then we had satellite radio Mm -hmm. i think all of that is going to disappear now that the streaming is so active and like facebook is bringing out like rooms that you can have audio conversations with you have the green room over on spotify apple is providing you know on a monetization channel there so yeah podcasting i think is the new radio um yes as soon as like people like more mainstream people start jumping on, it's just going to grow, grow. There's close to 3 million podcasts out there and it's just growing exponentially. And I, I love it. I love this industry. I love it. So new. It's like a newborn child, if you will, (laughs) (laughs) because it's been around since the internet's been around. So it's just as old as old as the internet. But, but it's still a wide open frontier, which is awesome. Yeah, it's the Wild West. I love it. And I love your show because it's it's unique because you're going after indies, people who are still in the independent world and soon to be discovered. So that's always good because I love finding out new new artists. They're, it's the best part because like music is is life. If you don't have music, life is boring. Oh, it's dull. <laughs> I mean, you know, like you can't see it, but behind me I have a couple of my instruments out because this is my room where I record my podcasts out of. It's also where I record ideas and test out different tones. So, you know, thankfully I have a wife who's a songwriter and a music teacher, and I have a, a daughter who is already learning about rhythm. I mean, you know, she started doing this at the age of two. 
You know, I mean, she started keeping a steady rhythm. Sorry about this, but uh, she started keeping a, a steady rhythm at the age of two. And I looked at my wife. I'm like, oh, God, what have we done? <laughs> so it really is like part of our everyday being, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I I, I uh, when I go for my walks, I'm listening to music or I'm listening to meditation. But most of the meditation, they have this nice calming music underneath mm-hmm. music. I, I would love to have my own theme song when I'm walking to a bar or something kind of like, you know, like. I, I picture The Rock picking some huge celebrity, like The Rock. When he walks into a room, all you hear is like this, like just this awesome. If like, you smell as The Rock is cooking. Yeah, you, you hear his theme song come out. Like he's walking on and you're like, well, now I'm just going to get my ass kicked. Jesus. You, <laughs> you, know? you did a perfect rock net, neck twitch right there. That was perfect. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I watch a lot of wrestling and The Rock and Austin were my two favorite uh, wrestlers in the golden, what I like to call the golden age, the attitude ah, of wrestling. Yes. Yes. And I well, also I'm host a, a f- podcast about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely a fan of uh, Canada's uh, Chris Jericho and Lance Storm. So. Oh, yeah. J- Jericho is so... Yeah. I love him the list he's he reinvents himself all the time yeah i can't believe he wrestled his first death match recently on aew that was crazy i i can believe it and funny enough we did talk about that on my uh my show monday on the the better pain podcast uh-huh um but yeah no he's he's phenomenal i love all the wrestlers they all they're so good it's 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 there there are good guy like guys who can carry a match and then mm-hmm. you have guys who are just good to uh, good on the mic like the Miz is great on the mic I love him on the mic mm-hmm. uh, wrestling wise he's not the best but he he's able to carry a match which is good well if you think about it you know wrestling is no different than what we're doing podcasting it's the art of selling you know we're trying to um, not that we're selling an emotion but we're we're more like giving. Yeah, uh, we're giving a part of what we do to people out there, and yeah, it puts us under, you know, scrutiny. Especially mm-hmm. if we screw up or if we say something that may offend someone, you know. And the truth is, we're not trying to offend anyone, but you never know people's sensitivity out there. Uh, for example, I actually just put a, a promo video of one of an interview that I'm going to be doing at the end of the month. I'm interviewing Masada, who is a pro wrestler from Texas who made his success in Japan doing death matches and him and I go way back where, you know, we both grew up fans of the same kind of music and, you know, I was going to have him on the show to talk about that and also talk about his company exiled artifacts where he makes, you know, different handcrafted products. But I made a promo out of uh, the fact that he was going to be on the show. And, you know, maybe I overset the boundary by including some shots from his death match. But I tell you, the positivity that came from that was like, wow, you're having this guy on. But then I got flagged on TikTok for promoting violence, which is not my intention. Oh, yeah. TikTok. Always so fair with its rules. It's Um, the one platform I can't stand, but it's it's a necessary evil. So I want to ask you because. Sure. About more specifically about TikTok, because I. TikTok to me is something so new, so I don't know how to use it for podcasting. And obviously, you're using it for your podcasting. You've gotten 75 subscribers. You're probably how many? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, your TikTok follower, or however they count, what what is it at? I think I just hit 65. Actually, um, I'm just you know, thankfully I have 
uh, friends of mine in the podcast world where it's like we're tagging each other and we're showing up in like friends feeds. So <laughs> like I said, there's a codependency there. Uh, my friend Wayne Noon of Ratsaw Review, which is the other podcast that I co-host with him, uh, he was the first guy to believe in what Music is Life is doing. So he actually made my podcast part of his channel. And at the beginning of the year, I became part of his podcast. So I'm doing both back and forth. But he and a couple of us had this idea, you know, let's start tagging each other this way. It's like we're appearing in more feeds and things like that. You know, algorithms are something that we're still trying to learn. But that's the great thing about this wild frontier is that it's always evolving. Yeah. So that means that, yeah, we got to work a little harder, but that's OK. But so far, I got about uh, around 65 subscribers on TikTok. And again, that just kind of grew organically because mm -hmm. I just figured out what hashtags to use. So I was putting like some of the more um, more famous ones. Like I was talking with uh, Damiano Christian. Uh, should I read that or uh, I'll or... read it? It's uh, okay. Adam is he's commenting about TikTok. He's like he's on all the social medias and he finds TikTok the hardest, very hard all to right. get noticed on there. So here's um, here's the here's the quickest way I've noticed how to get noticed on on TikTok. First thing you should post is hashtag FYP, and I think a little smiley face will show up. That's a, that's got about two point four billion hashtags. So that's the quickest way to just show up in people's feeds that I've noticed. I mean, my first video had 17 views. My 15th video ended up getting like 866. So just because I put that in there. So try that out because <laughs> you're not violating any algorithm when you do that. You're actually, you're just kind of adding to what that's out there because you're promoting yourself and it's okay. So hashtag FYP, little smiley face. Put that in your hashtag and see if that works. Well, they're already a golden nugget. 21 minutes into the episode, you guys have a golden nugget how to help yourself from a dude who's doing it on TikTok. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Lou Mavs, awesome. Um, we're going to jump into the questions before we uh, run out of time talking please about do, social media do. and stuff like that. But what was your why for starting a podcast, specifically uh, Music is Life podcast? So when I was in college, I studied communication arts at St. John's University for the best years of my life. And I wanted to work in the television industry as an editor. And I made my way in broadcast operations doing, um, you know, day-to-day -day standard operational stuff, doing a couple of live events. I was able to associate direct a couple of the VMAs. And I kept just trying to go forward in the company. But wherever I worked, whether it was Viacom or NBC, I was told the six magic words you never want to hear. And that's, we need you where you are. Which basically means, and I'm not going to curse because I don't think we, I, you can. I don't want to. There, there's only the hard C that we're not allowed on this show. Okay. So basically what that means is, fuck you, we're not going to promote you. Is <laughs> essentially what that means. And I think um, by the time that my, um, my wife was pregnant, I think I had just reached a boiling point where I was like, you know what? I thought that I didn't have to work as hard to get where I want to be in the television industry, but it's like, I don't even matter. So it just got to a point where I said, you know what? I'm going to do it my own way. So I ended up, and there was a lot of risk with that because, yeah. again, I had my daughter Anna on the way. But I ended up finding full-time work closer to home. I'm happy with what I'm doing. And this was after I started the podcast. And remember, I only started it because I just needed something to do in between going on Uber drives and going on job interviews 
And I just said, ah, oh, let me try. You know, everyone's telling me that I'd have something to offer people. And, you know, my highest, what one of my highest listened to episodes was me talking about Alan Holdsworth, who is a jazz fusion guitar player who passed away sometime in 2019. And that episode got me some traction. And then one another one of my highest episodes were me talking with Wayne Noon from Outside Review about the um about Dark Side of the Ring. We were talking about Owen Hart. We just taught mm. had to be talking about Owen Hart. And then all of a sudden it's like, now I'm getting more listeners. So I'm like, you know what? Music is life, but all art is valid. <laughs> and that's why I made the hashtag of the show, All Art is Valid, because I could talk about wrestling, I could talk about comics, I could talk about movies, I could talk about music, and it's all relatable because it's forms of entertainment that we enjoy and it keeps us happy. And to me, that's what it's always been about. I, I never wanted to start the show to start a uh, any kind of like political type thing. It was just merely for enjoyment. And that was the why, pretty much. It was, I needed something to do, and it just snowballed into what it is right now, which I couldn't be happier. I love it. I can hear it in your voice, the passion of being able to talk about different art, different music, mm -hmm. uh, just different things in general. I can hear it in the, in the passion in your voice, and I, I love that because thank you. It's but so exciting, and especially after being in the industry two and a half years, you, didn't, you must have faced pod fade. Um, you know, it's, it's funny uh, before I begin, there was just yes. one thing I want to, I want to give one word of advice to people. Never let others determine your own value. Okay. There I said that we're coming back to that. Cause that's an important part. So, but yes, pod fade, let's talk about pod fade. Cause it is something that people face. So by the 10th, um, episode, um, I kept going. Because for some reason there was always something on like blabbermouth.net, which is a heavy metal site or something that I was experiencing as a musician at the time. Because again, I've, I've, I've toured New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Tennessee. And I've, I was still coming across crazy Spinal Tap moments. <laughs> so there was always something to talk about. So, you know, it wasn't until a year after I started where someone said, you know, they say a lot of podcasts only last 10 episodes. You're at 20. <laughs> and I didn't even think about it. It was just something I kept doing because I, I was loving it. So. I can't say that I felt pod fade, but I definitely feel exhaustion right now <laughs> because between editing the YouTube and editing the content and making sure that whatever I'm putting out is of a quality product, you know, it takes effort and time. But again, if it's something that you enjoy that you enjoy doing, it's no sweat. You just have to keep that balance and just make sure that you don't burn yourself out on it, which again, thankfully I haven't. So you're doing you're, hey trust me i i hit pod fade after five years no <laughs> it took me five years but there was external circumstances i i i just left a, re a relationship i was facing a burnout mm. the show was taking so much so like yeah i hit pod fade but i've come back afterwards and i'm i'm running I think four to five podcasts myself producing, <laughs> producing three to four more that I just help them. I do the editing. I do all that. And mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a co-host on another podcast. So uh, I came back with a vengeance after my podcast. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. So in anticipation to the new album from Halloween, which is my favorite album of 2021, me, Wayne and Greg Noggle, our other co-hosts on Outside Review 
we released an episode every day of us covering every Halloween album up until the new one. And it got to a point I just said, Wayne, I'm not doing any more 18 album career retrospective of bands anymore. <laughs> so I looked at him. I'm just like, that's it. No more. Band can't have more than two albums, and that's it. <laughs> if we're gonna do the re- yeah, if we're gonna do the re- retrospective of all of them, two albums, maybe a third. That's it. Eighteen albums, man. You know what? Quality product, all of it. Halloween yeah. is a band that I love, and if they ever tour North America, I will definitely be there. So, but you know, again, it's like when you're just listening to one band, and you're not giving yourself a chance to listen to others because you're trying to you're trying to be objective about the album and write about what you like about it, what you may not like about it. After a while, it's just like, wow, it's an emotional undertaking. But again, it was our highest rated series on Rotsai Review, and it catapulted us into 100 plus more subscribers. By the way, big shout out to the Sasha Gerstner fan club who uh, and Sasha Gerstner of Halloween himself because he's the first artist that ever Instagrammed the episode of my podcast. He promoted my podcast on his Instagram. So I just want to publicly say, publicly, publicly say, Sasha Gerstner, Danke Shane. Thank you very much. Well, he, the, he is now going to be you. one of the the best podcast members. I'm going to try and get him on the show then, because uh, look, if he if he's reaching out and helping podcasters, small timers like you. No, I meant he's a band member of Halloween. The oh. a, a member of the band Halloween promoted the episode. Well, now the band Halloween is the official band of the podcast because he, he helped out. I'm done. Exactly. Gonna, so I even wrote it down. I'm like Halloween. I'm like, that's a great name for it. Like, I'm going to want to listen to it. So what kind of music is Halloween? It's is metal, it? baby. It's metal. It's metal? It's stuff I grew up on. Yeah. Good. Uh, if, if you could for some. So I, I, I listen to lightly metal. I, I do enjoy the kind of the aggressivity in uh metal because it, it gets you pumped up when you're working out yes i agree who would what band would you say they're similar to halloween yeah um closest i would say i is probably iron maiden or okay. judas priest you know they have that uh early uh british heavy metal type thing going on except i guess you could call them more thrashier like metallica because they're faster Okay. But, you know, so I would say somewhere along a, a nice lines. mix between Iron Maiden, Judas Priest and Metallica in there. Yes, but just great melodies, like like hooky oh, uh, melodies that just get you. They, they, I already just, love it because I, I love uh, Iron Maiden and I, I am a fan of Metallica because you it's Metallica. Who does Metallica? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, some of their stuff you're like, oh, really? But overall, it, it ends up getting to you and you're like, yeah, I love it. It's better than, you know, sometimes getting a, an iPod and having YouTube already, you uh, two on it already. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next question. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't need to talk forever. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you, you're allowed to. This is your show. In essence, all I'm here is just to be pretty. Um, you're the you're the main star of the show. We'll go on. Oh, I wanted to ask you about something. Go ahead. I can't remember, though. I said it. we would talk about it after you mentioned this. All Never let know. others determine your value. There we go. I love that. That is something that's so important. How did you come up with learning that? I think it was just getting pushed around in a uh, corporate atmosphere. Um, for example, you, I, it's probably unassuming about me, but I, like I said, I have my bachelor's degree from St. John's University, and I have my MBA from Empire State College. When I got my master's, my 
my boss, Kate Hannigan, who I love to this day, was really um, petitioning for me to get a promotion at my job. And our SVP said, this is MTV. We don't give a shit about MBAs. So that was my take on, you know what? I've kind of hit the brass ceiling. So I got to get out of here. Then I tried NBC in the city. And no matter what I did, because I wouldn't kowtow to a lot of what they were about. I mean, my whole thing was I want to go to work, just do my job, uh, get through the day, get along with people and come home. But it was sort of like the, you know, you have to be one of us type thing. And I wasn't having that. And mm. as a result, they kind of made life miserable for me uh, to a point where right before I went on paternity, uh, paternity leave, my manager said, when you come back, we're putting you on performance review. If you mess up once, we're letting you go. So that's a nice little uh, caveat to go on yeah. paternity leave with. So I, this is where I got mad at myself because I allowed other people to determine my value for me. And once my daughter was born, I just said, never again. So when I went back, I found a temp job. And I asked him, is that performance review still going on? I asked my manager at NBC this. And she said, yes. I said, great, I quit. So... <laughs> So that was the first. How did it feel to, to to just be like, you know what? Fuck you. I quit. What was that feeling? Because I felt I'm like getting... Stone Cold getting a bunch of Steve Weisers in the ring after giving a stunner to Vince McMahon. That's how awesome it felt. Oh, I can't wait for it for mine. I'm I'm inching every day. I'm inching closer and closer to that moment where <laughs> I can say thank you and goodbye. Yeah. And just now... walk off. I said good day. <laughs> I said good day. Right now, I'm at a, I'm, I'm at a company where it's like I'm 15 minutes from home, and I get along with everybody great. And there's no micromanaging. It's just do your job, do it well, and you know do your thing, and we'll leave you alone. And it's great. And being 15 minutes from home, being able to come home and just work on my podcast and just spend time with my family, that's really important to me. So um, once I determined my value i was able to keep others from either doing it for me or working their voodoo against me so that's that, that was the best advice that i could have given myself um my friend claire trapasso who's a friend of my wife's from college said you have to be your own advocate in life and she was mm -hmm. right so that's why i'm here I'm learning. I'm learning that. Well, I, I learned it uh, after my burnout. I the burnout was led by being pushed around and being used and abused uh, at the corporate world. Uh, but after the burnout and doing therapy, I learned like I, it's only you. Like no one's going to call for you. No one's going to invest in you if you don't start investing in yourself. And that's where the the idea of investing yourself came from uh, in the podcast series. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I am one hundred percent. You need to set your own price. No one else can do it for you. Don't let anybody Absolutely. else do it. Um, I want to talk about maybe some pain points you've had in your journey as a podcaster. What are so, apart from you know learning that you can't do a Bluetooth in your car uh, for your first episode? What are some other pain points you may have uh, encountered? Well, I've done it a couple of times during this podcast where I've stopped and said, um, "I have a bad habit of doing that, and I'm trying to fix that." And I'm also trying never to repeat myself. I will, I mean, thankfully I have Zoom and I have an I have I have a MacBook Air, so I can edit that, but I realize I'm like, you know what? I know this is kind of cheating, 
because I'm not giving like a full live stream type feel to it. But that's okay because the more I do things like this with you, Phil, mm -hmm. I feel as though it's pushing me to do better. You know, and thankfully with Wayne and Greg, because it's it's a very comfortable atmosphere, but I know that Ratsaw Reviews at a point where we're at 635 subscribers, um, I have to set my game up. And that, you know, growing pains like that pushed me not just to be a better podcaster for them, but for me as well, for my channel and for whoever I collaborate with. So, you know, that 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 that's a pain I can I can deal with. And you know, as long as you're getting better, that's all that matters. Yeah. Don't worry about the ums. They, they will disappear. The more you get guests on shows or have more uh, interactions with guests, mm -hmm. the ums disappear. I still do it, but it's part of it. The live stream, though, that's where the ums really come out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you're you're right on you're thinking on your feet, you're doing a live show. Sometimes it's scripted, sometimes it's not. But these interview ones, I feel safe because I don't if I do an um, it doesn't matter because <laughs> we're live. Like, come on, people. And and most people find it endearing, I I find. Because they're like, you're showing your authentic self. You're not being this, you know, perfect individual that may exist. Because oh, perfection doesn't perfect. exist. <laughs> oh, I, I I'm super far from perfect. Like this, this. Uh, this uh, set is in the middle of my apartment and it's been piecemealed together. Um, but yeah, perfection wrong with is... that. I like the Mickey Mouse. I like the soccer jersey. Yes, I said soccer, not football. It's a rugby jersey. Sorry. Damn it. Uh... <laughs> it's very similar. I know. But right up here. Son of a the... biscuit. Okay. <laughs> it's actually my uh, my client's uh, team. Uh, oh, very he... cool. He actually also this is part of the Super Cup World uh, the the uh, startup Super Cup is his, his company. Mm -hmm. the, he just bought the team last year, like just like I'm going to buy a, a rugby team. Very just cool. Like that. That to piggyback on what you were saying though, being genuine is very important. I'd rather be hated for who I am than loved for who I'm not. So another great nugget of wisdom uh, from my man Lou Mavs, the uh, host of music is life podcast an amazing podcast that he gets to interview unknown artists or and and famous artists as well uh different levels of their 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 career um we're going to jump into another uh another question i have um, please what is one tip you would give to someone who's starting podcasting and it's okay you can vape on the show oh thank you um <laughs> what what is one tip um the biggest tip I could give, don't be afraid. Just do it. If you think you have something of value to give to the world, give it. You know, I actually had to thank Gary Vaynerchuk for that. <laughs> this is the third time I've heard Gary V's name. Gary V's today. a fucking man. <laughs> oh, he is. I, I love him. Uh, I, did an ep uh, I did an interview earlier, and the guest, uh, it's for my main podcast, Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. He actually called. I, I shouldn't be saying this on air, but he met Gary V mm -hmm. really early in Gary V's career a couple years ago. And he actually gave him a golden piece of nugget. I'm going to share it with you guys here before the other audience gets it. But Gary told him, what's your hashtag? I saw that he posted that on Instagram recently. Yeah. What's and your hashtag? It was great. Yeah. And that's so why I started all art is valid. That's my hashtag. There you go. And it's going to be the hashtag. This is the uh, the name of the episode when it releases. Our, all art 
is valid. Thank you, Phil. With Lou, Lou, ah, I can't even speak. I, I've been spe- th- uh, thankfully this is the last last podcast I have to do today. Okay, all good. I've been I've been podcasting or t- helping people podcast since like seven a.m. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I think yeah, just doing it, just starting it, you know, just going for it. It's it's a common theme in yeah. my entrepreneur podcast as well as this podcast. Just go out and do it. Like yeah, fuck what people say. Just do it and have yeah. fun doing it, or don't do it at all. There you go. More. Jesus, you're like a Gary Vaynerchuk mini over ah, here. He's the better musician looking. version of Gary V. That's what you are. The musician version of Gary V. Um, now I want to know what your favorite memory has been podcasting. What has my favorite memory been podcasting? Um, you know, I tell people all the time that if it wasn't for the friends that I have on, or the you know, that I've had on the show and continue to have on. Not just the musicians, but I mean, like my friends, like people that I grew up with, people that I know on a personal level, um, that if the fact that they do episodes of the show with me means the world to me, because the way I feel, if I didn't have them in my life, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So whether it's my webmaster, Bob Mango, or whether it's my buddy, Matt Michelow, who was also my personal trainer, whether it's Wayne himself, having these guys in my life uh means the world to me and you know somebody asked me a long time ago like if you were a musician and you want a grammy what would you do with it i'd say i'd hock it and get the world's biggest barbecue and have a big house party because to me it's like you know grammy's nice but i'd rather be with my friends and my family so that's the thing about the podcast i love doing is i I get to share it and and have people that i care about on it I love it. You're building a community. You're building this authentic world. And I can't wait to see where it goes. You're only so young in your career of podcasting. It's weird to say, strictly speaking, like it's super weird because obviously we're, we're probably close in age. Um, and I have no shame in admitting my age. It's okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm 35. I'm, I'm 40. So you're, we're, we're in the same generation pretty much. There we go. Um, and but saying that you're so young in your career when you're like you're it's so weird to say to someone who's you know had a varied career like yeah your career you're 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 just starting your career in this oh, i'm a noob and i love it because i'd rather do what i do and learn more about it on a daily basis than just say i know everything and just suck you know <laughs> i don't want to do that <laughs> no um Lou, we're coming to the end. I, I've been enjoying this 100%. I'm definitely going to stay connected with you uh, on Please socials. Please do. I, if you I'm, have time for one quick question, I'll give you a quick answer. I, I um, Favorite all-time interview you've done? can be from the radio days or your podcasting days. Uh, from the radio days, I'll always be grateful that I had the chance to interview Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden and from the podcast days, again, all the love and gratitude in the world to Mr. Sasha Gerstner of Halloween, cause he blew me up. So thank you, Sasha. Thank you, Bruce. There you go. All right. So we're coming to the end, Lou. I'm going to jump off the screen here. I'm going to give you the full time. Uh, you got five minutes, use it or lose it. Um, to tell everybody where they can find you, how they can follow you, how they can support you, anything you want. The time is yours and it starts now. Hey everybody, this is Lou Mavs over at the Music is Life podcast. I'm also the co-host of Rod Review. 
Check me out over at the following websites, ratsalreview.com and musicislivepodcast.com. I'm available on all platforms on social media, including Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. If you want to know where the sites are, just go to Rats, sorry, musicislivepodcast.com and you'll be connected to my social media pages. You could also just find me on Instagram at musicislifepodcastlumavs and there's a link tree there where it gives you access to wherever you'd like to access, you know, how you want to receive the show, whether it's YouTube or on any available audio platform. And go ahead and follow me. I will not say no, just please be respectful. Uh, you know, I don't care if people joke around about me, that's fine. You know, we're podcasters, you know, we're under scrutiny, it's all good. But just be respectful to each other, you know? This is why one of the hashtags on my Instagram is no politics, but all art is valid. And if you want to reach me, just hit me over at lumavs at musicislivepodcast.com. And once again, shout out to my boys, Wayne and Greg over at Ratsaw Review and to my roundtable, Matt and Bob. Thank you guys for everything you do. And that's really about it. And, you know, all the love in the world to my family and friends, especially my wife, Erin, and my daughter, Anna. Love you guys. Oh, I love, I, I I can't come in after that. You know, just like that love at the end. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done now. Like I, oh, I forgot to mention my Shih Tzu Aloysius too. He's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, of course, everybody in the show notes, in the links down below, you'll have all the ways to get in contact with Lou and enjoy his podcast. I highly suggest you guys listen to it. Um, maybe not the 18 uh, episodes on one band. <laughs> Could be a little tough. That's Rod Sal reviews. Oh, that's Rat Salad. Okay, mine. we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> uh, if you want, though, check out Rat Salad review. Uh, and Please do. We got some that. great, great content on there. It's funny. It's entertaining, and you know, and we, you know, keep in touch with people who interact with us. So it's all good. There you go. That's how you build your community and get those followers to love you. Um, Lou, I want to thank you again for being an awesome guest. Uh, the the knowledge and the awesomeness that you shared and the I'm not gonna lie you the complimenting my voice is it won me over um, <laughs> I'm no, very easy was... to win over compliment me and I'm done I'm yours I'm rolling over and showing you my belly like a puppy um, <laughs> who's a good boy who's a good yeah. boy <laughs> <laughs> Phil um, it was an honest to God pleasure man I'm glad that we met each other on that Facebook message board that's great you know yeah. thank you we'll keep in touch. For sure. Ladies and gentlemen, I am, of course, the podcast mogul. This is Lou Mavs. Music is life. The podcaster who ver who says all art is valid. Hells yeah. So, so keep, keep that in mind when you're investing in yourself. I thank you for watching the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. Cheers.